ladies and gentlemen, it's a day that ends in Y. I bet you have nothing better to do. So here we are. It's time for Wise Cracking with Winter. Oh, I've been gone for a while. I've been gone. I've been on assignment in Area 51, if you can believe it. The Air Force reached out, and I had to heed the call. Uncle Sam, I want you to join me over at Area 51 to work on top secret experiments, and that's what I've been up to for the last month. But it's good to be back in the old fun house, in the fun room, on the fun mic, talking to my fun friends. And on special assignment, on the road, on the road for Wisecracking with Winter, we have Victoria. Victoria, are you there? I'm here. Oh, Victoria, it's good to hear your voice. Isn't it, though? Have you missed me? I I, I haven't seen anybody in like a month. Yeah. Um, am I supposed to say yes? You are supposed to say yes. Okay, yes. I have missed you so much. So what have you been busying How yourself you with? How long have been gone? Oh, I've been gone oh. for a full month. Wow, it seemed like just a couple of days. I guess time flies when you're having fun. So what were you up to for a month? You know, not a whole lot. Work, work, running after kids, you know. Cleaning the house. Yeah. Making meals, dusting. Yeah, all those things. Making sure everything was taken care of at your house because, you know, that's my responsibility too. Did anything of note happen here at the Funhouse while I was away? Does anything ever happen there? Well, yeah, sometimes. No. Nothing. There's been nothing. Huh. It has stayed just the same. I would never get that. Well, I like nothing this I like this quiet little corner of Minneapolis. You know that that's fine. I'm glad nobody well, bothered the house or or messed around with anything while I was on top secret government business. Is that what you were doing? That is what I was doing. And wow. I wish I could talk about it. The sights I saw uh-huh. in the Nevada desert in over at Area 51. You wouldn't believe it if I told you. But I can't. You're right. I, I probably wouldn't believe it. <laughs> you probably wouldn't. No. So I've been out of the loop. I have no idea what's going on in the news anymore. Nothing. Yeah. And seeing how as you are our uh, number one super prepared news anchor, maybe you can tell me uh, what's been going on in the world. Um, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's been cold. It's been cold here. We've gotten some snow. Um, government's been doing government things. Uh, people have been doing people things. I uh, I couldn't tell you. Well, I even pulled up some very special newsreel music for you. You did? Yes. Oh. It's very dramatic. Great. I did hear that uh, Minnesota is going to 
Um, well, first of all, they did put in our whatever that abortion will always be legal in Minnesota. I did hear that last night as I was trying to sleep. Always and, and forever? Uh, uh, that's what they're saying until somebody else is in power. Well, and... Uh, how could and they make it? That, how could they make it always and forever until somebody else is in power? I don't know. Everybody just speaks out of their ass. You know that. You do the same thing. <laughs> so you have your doubts. You don't think it's going to be I, forever. You think this one's going to stick? Well, we're in Minnesota. It'll stick. People are super liberal here, so that will happen. And that. Uh, we are now going to legalize all types of weed for 21 and older. Really? Well, that's pretty that's, fun. Yeah. So, you know, kind of the same thing. Unplanned pregnancies, high as a kite, it all goes together, right? It kind of does. It kind of does. It kind of does. I know. How long do you think it's going to take? For us to become a completely legal pot state. Um, I would guess by next year. I bet January 1st of next year. Wow, really? I mean, I don't know. I'm not, you know, I'm not in the government scene like you are. But that's my guess. They're going to push it through as fast as they can. Because they want a lot of things done before... They lose complete control. What do you mean by uh, you, you mean the Democrats losing complete control? Correct. Now, as a young Republican, how does that make you feel with the Democrats having complete control of the Minnesota House and Senate and governor's office and secretary and uh, everything else <laughs> I can't think uh, of right now? Yeah. Aren't you, haven't you ran for office? Shouldn't you know all those positions by now? I only memorized the ones I was going to run for. So oh. I ran with, as you know, your hero and mine, Hugh McTavish, for uh-huh. governor. And uh, that did not work out. And I was kind of no, glad I that I got called out to Area 51 to take a look at some things because I had to lick my wounds. Right. And pull together right. after that crushing loss. And we barely and lost. You, uh, yeah. Yeah, barely. And they asked you out there because you're such a high-ranking, you know, although you did not win. In fact, you got blown out of the water. Um, they thought, man, this is the kind of guy we need over at Area 51. For sure. I, I understand that completely. Yeah. So does that make you uneasy that the Democrats are controlling the House and Senate and everything? I It makes me uneasy if anybody has complete control. What's the worst that's going to happen? They're going to legalize weed and make abortion permanent? I mean, what can they really do that's going to upset your life? Um, no, I don't know. I don't know, but if if we give anybody complete control, right, and there really aren't any checks and balances right now, then it's a free-for-all. What do you think's next? What's the next shoe to drop? That they're going to legalize sports gambling, maybe? 
Uh, well, you're hopeful, but we'll see. <laughs> I think the state could use the revenue. We're only sitting Maybe on we a... should talk. Maybe that should be our, our next topic is your gambling problem. We can't get into that until we get to the sports section. Oh. We're still doing local and world news. So what's the name of the guy again that got beat to death in Memphis, Tennessee? Um honestly, I'm really haven't been following that. I've I I heard it happened. I have not watched the video because I don't need anything more depressing. I know it happened. I know it's awful. Um, but I have been trying to kind of shield myself from that. I know that doesn't make me a good person because I'm supposed to listen and I'm supposed to know what's happening. And I do know, I just can't cope with it right now. So you don't think you'll ever watch the video? I will not. I will not watch the video. So it's a bit like the ostrich effect, right? If you bury your hand in the sand, bury your head in the sand, then it didn't happen. No, I'm very familiar with. I mean, I know that it happened, and I know that it's awful, but I don't need to watch it. I mean, I think that social media and media in general has really done America a disservice in that way. We don't like. We can know it happened, but we don't need to see it. Well, the guy's name was Tyree Nichols. Yes, thank and you. All five officers involved have been arrested. Did you know that those officers were only making fourteen dollars an hour? Are you kidding? Fourteen dollars an hour. Fourteen dollars. You can make more than that at McDonald's here You're in the, and Walmart now. Yeah, isn't that insanity? Fourteen dollars an hour to go risk your life. an hour to be a corrupt cop that beats kids. Well, I mean, we can't expect much from people making $14 an hour if they could do that or work at Walmart and they choose that. I mean, that's pretty awful. Well, I think I I disagree with that. So if you go to McDonald's and there's somebody in there making $14 an hour, do you expect your Big Mac to come out hot and fresh with your large fries? Well... I mean, what can you expect from McDonald's, right? Sometimes it's going to, and you know that sometimes it's not. Sometimes you're going to have to go back in there because they get your order wrong. Yeah, but it's pretty rare that that doesn't happen, right? That is correct. Every time you go to McDonald's, it's uniform. You can go to a McDonald's in Minnesota. You can go to a McDonald's in Memphis. And And it's all going to taste like shit. Well, depending on who you ask. But... It's always going to taste the same. And they make $14 Correct. an hour. Well, actually, I think they make more than that. So if we're paying cops $14 an hour in Memphis, we can't expect them to do their jobs correctly because they're only making $14 an hour? That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is um, you pay for the quality of people that you're getting. Correct. So if you're getting $14 an hour to work in Memphis and you're getting $30 an hour to work in Atlanta, which one are you going to choose? I mean, okay, I mean, Atlanta is not super close to Memphis, but what I'm saying is 
uh, you get what you pay for. So $14 an hour working as a police officer in Memphis, and I think it was a special task force, right, that had been created with not much training in the first place. Yeah, they were From called the Scorpions. Arr, Scorpion Force. Yeah, but it was like they hadn't had much training. So it's a special task force that they put together with not much training for $14 an hour. Do you think that the U.S. Senate and House should change the law and take away qualified immunity from cops to discourage this kind of behavior? Um, do I think that the federal government should do that? Yeah. Um, I'm not a big fan of big government, so I'm not. I think that that should be more on a state or local level and not a federal level. So you're going to have the states that take it away and they're not going to have any cops in those states because they won't want to work with their qualified immunity, right? Um, okay. Well, then if that happens, they'll have to see what happens, right? I, I mean, we have all these people they want to put all these parameters and, and let's be honest, I don't know how to fix it. Nice, lighthearted podcast. Um, but I don't know how to fix it. I don't think that anybody knows how to fix it, but I don't, I, I, I guess we just watch and wait. You take away qualified immunity and see all the police go and the crime go up and then you have to find a different way to fix it. Well, do you want to move on to something a little lighter? Um, yeah, I think that uh, life and and the United States and winter have been depressing enough. So Let's this is going to hit fun. home. This is going to hit home for you. So are you sitting oh, down? Oh, good. Well, I'm sitting in my car outside of the high school. So, yeah. Perfect place. Hogs yeah. are running wild in the United States and they're spreading disease. Hogs are running wild in the Hogs are running wild. Okay. Feral swine, as the U.S. Department of Agriculture refers to them, are not native to North America. Rather, European explorers and settlers brought the, Euro- the Eurasian species to mostly Iowa. Today, what? around 6 million feral swine run hog wild in at least 35 counties in Iowa, where they... They do can not. grow more than five feet long and weigh more than a thousand pounds. They're, we do not have feral hogs in Iowa. They're adaptable creatures. I'm reading it off the National Geographic. They're adaptable creatures capable of living in nearly any environment. In like a, a like a poke, isn't that where you keep hogs? Uh, you put the pigs in the, in the poke. You put them in the pen. In the they poke. live in a pig pen. In the poke no. pen. Uh, yeah. They can live in a poke pen. They could live right on Main Street in Des Moines. They could live on but they don't. Highway 35. They're running wild. Are they? That's what this says. What's more, females can begin repro- yeah, this thing can begin reproducing. Re- reproducing at just eight uh-huh. months of age. And I think that's a little early to be having sex, don't you? Yeah. Well, you know, they don't get a choice in the matter. They get it forced upon them. So they're raped. 
yeah, pig rape. Haven't you heard of it? So you have hogs getting raped at Polk's in Iowa. Okay. And they're producing up to two litters of four to twelve little piglets every and twelve. They're so to... adorable. Yeah, they're adorable until they're running across your backyard, hawking. But doing they a... don't. I lived in Iowa for twenty-one years. I never ever saw a pig just running around my well, backyard. Now it's Thunderdome. It's Thunderdome. Is it? Man, I'm gonna have to ask all my Iowa friends and family. How many pigs they have just running wild? I have not heard about it at all. Not pigs, hogs. So the, it's the same thing. So the feral swine also ravage agricultural core crops, sorry, and can harm people who corner them. But those yeah, pigs are mean. These are hogs, but those it's the same thing. But those outcomes aren't what really worry experts. Do you want to know what really worries them? What the pork tastes like? Mm, no, we're going to have to hit the button to continue reading this article. Oh, my gosh. Right? Everybody is on the edge of their seats. Yeah, I would say they worry about them leaving poop around. Incorrect. It's their diseases. According to the USDA, feral swine can carry a litany of pathogens. Hepatitis A, B, and C... AIDS, herpes, gonorrhea, and... The same things that you carry. And the black plague. Uh-huh. Oh, no. I don't quite believe this story, and I don't think it's on the National Geographic. Swine in general are considered a mixing vessel species because they're susceptible to human viruses, like the influenza and AIDS, said Leroy Brown a USDA staff biologist at Upper Iowa University. The agency's National Feral Swine Damage Management Program. And when these hogs start raping each other, he says, they could cause an AIDS epidemic due to lonely farmers. Oh, Oh my God. This is disgusting. What's going on? I can see why you don't look. You know what? I'm not even going to read any more of this. No. Nope. Uh, yeah. I'm not reading. <laughs> okay. Insanity. Do you want to move that into is... sports? Go Chiefs. We can talk about some sports. We can talk about some sports if you want to. But the top story of today is Tom Brady announced he's retiring for good. Tom Brady. I knew that before you even woke up this morning. Retires after 23 seasons in the NFL. Can you believe it? And not one of them with the Chiefs. Not a single one. Nope. That's right. We didn't want him. Right. We got our own magic. 23 years he played for the Patriots and Buccaneers. Just two teams. And he only got divorced once. Yep. That's true. Mm, mm, mm. Do you kind of wish that he would have spent a little time with the Chiefs, kind of like Mo- Montana did? Because then that way you can kind of claim them. Nah. No, I don't. I mean, I have nothing against Tom Brady. He's great. He he is quite the athlete. But I kind of just wish he would have just stayed with the Patriots and retired from there. 
Why? Um, I I don't know because that's how I will always know him is as Tom Brady from the Patriots. I just feel horrible for him. How is he going to support his kids? Oh yeah, I don't know. He's a divorced I mean, dad. Uh, yeah. Now he's out of work. He's too old to be in his profession anymore. Sounds to me like he's going to go into broadcasting. You know, that might work, but I don't know if, the, if that's going to pay the bills. Well, I mean, his kids are pretty used to, uh, you know, however much he makes. So he might have to work at Walmart. Or maybe, you know, I hear that they're hiring some police officers. So he could go make $14 an hour and become a police officer. Let me ask you this honest question. Who okay. would, if I took a kiddie pool and filled it up with KY jelly and yeah. stripped both competitors down naked, who would win in a fight between Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes go? Uh, Pat Mahomes because he's younger. I don't know, but I think Brady has more experience. With KY Jelly? He's just been around longer. He had to have come across it a couple times. I'm pretty sure Tom Brady puts Mahomes in a figure four leg lock and takes that belt. Uh, Well, I mean, I guess you could pay the money and see if we could get that to happen. Oh, I'm not paying. That'd be a great halftime show. Well, you made all sorts of money over at Area 54. It's Area 51, thanks. Yeah, that's what I meant, Studio 54. Studio 54 <laughs> was like in the late 70s. It was a disco in New York. Right? Yeah. I mean, you made some money there, too. I did. I was six. Yeah. And my parents used to take me to Studio 54 because uh-huh. they were both into coke and swinging. So right. while they would do... Why they would while they would do their thing, um, who used to watch me? What was the guy's name? Oh yeah, that's right, Michael Jackson. Oh yeah, Michael Jackson used to babysit me. Say, come sit in my room with me, and you can play with me, little baby. We'll play all sorts of games. Look, I brought my puppets and everything. <laughs> uh huh. And back in 1980, Michael Jackson was working on writing Thriller. And he was looking for a name for a song that he wrote about a guy that got a girl pregnant or got accused of getting a girl pregnant. And then, you know, he doesn't want to end up raising the kid. And I said, gee whiz, Mr. Michael Jackson, why don't you call her um, um, Billie Jean? Billy Jean, that's a great name. <laughs> oh my God, Billy Jean is what it's gonna be, and I think it's gonna be a great big hit. And I'm gonna build a whole amusement park. And guess what? You're gonna get to come and play with me, play with me and all my friends, and go on rides and drink wine in my bed. And just then, my dad walked in. He's like, "What the hell's going on here, Michael Jackson?" And he took me out of the room, and I never heard from him again. And I never got a dime of royalties for that. Aww. The end. The end. Have I ever told you that story before? You you haven't, but guess what? What? Now two people standing outside of my car have heard that story, and I just got the strangest look. Well, that's pretty good. Two women walking out from basketball practice, two mommies 
who were coaching their little girls basketball practice we were standing outside my car just staring in. Uh-huh. So, so you know, it's I nothing might be they haven't heard here. before. It's nothing they haven't heard before. That's true. Well, I might be banned from the high school, but <laughs> you know, I mean, that's okay. You can pick up my kids from now on. <laughs> you know who the 49ers are, right? I do. Okay. Did you know that Trey Lance, who was supposed to be the starting quarterback, is from right here in Minnesota, good old Marshall, Minnesota. That's where he's from. Okay, and he, and went, he is a loser, and he is not the starting quarterback. He's the He uh, broke his ankle, and that's why he's not. And then it was Brock yeah. Purdy, who also went down the NFC Championship game and cost me $40. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, a Brock Purdy. Problem. Thanks a lot, Brock Purdy. I'm going to be your super fan forever for that. Thanks a lot. But anyway, uh-huh. Lance clearly wants to beat Purdy out for the job because it's a great job. I mean, come on. Well, right. He told reporters on Tuesday that he was able to learn and appreciate some things about the seventh round pick as he watched him all year long do his job. Oh. Isn't that a nice story? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's great. I'm glad that he got to watch him and learn so that he can take his job. I'd read more about it, but it was just, you know, it was boring. That sounds really boring. I don't really care. Did you want to talk about the Super Bowl for a minute because the Kansas City Chefs made the big game again? They did make the big game again. Are you more concerned about watching the game or what I'm cooking? Oh. What's your cooking? I, yeah. I, I really don't care who wins the game. I'm not even sure where to oh, put my money this time. That's not a good answer. It isn't. If you're coming to my house, then you know who you need to cheer for. I got to put a little more data into my pick, but I'm leaning right now Philadelphia. I'm well, sorry. They have what? They have Philadelphia and three points, I think. Is, I think it, that's what it is, right? That's usually always the standard line. You don't, yeah. you don't think deep down in your heart of hearts, way past your Kansas City. Uh, they played the 49ers, and the 49ers sucked. I'm sorry. They didn't do a great job. They didn't have a quarterback for three quarters of the game. Or another quarterback. Or another quarterback. I mean, for part of the game, McCaffrey was quarterback. Because they were no more quarterbacks. They hurt the backup quarterback to the backup quarterback to the backup. I know. So, yes, they got blown away. But San Francisco was playing without a quarterback. So, because of that, you don't respect Philadelphia? No, I'm just saying that I don't think they're as good as you think they are because uh-huh. they beat a team without a quarterback. Right. I loved the Niners. I thought for sure they were going to the Super Bowl, but they're not. But do you want to see who's betting where on this game? Um, well, because, you know, it's all about the gambling portion of it. So, sure. That's all anybody really cares about, to be honest Anybody who is a gambling addict. <laughs> 65% of the bets are on the Eagles to cover. Okay. So that's the way the public's leaning right now. But that can change tomorrow. It could. So keep a close eye on that, all you uh, degenerates I'm, out there. 
Yes. And we know a few of them. I mean, it's pretty bad when my kids, first thing they mention is who is Mike betting for on any game. It could be a high school game and they want to know. I've never bet a high school game in my life. Thank you. You have to. You have. You have bet a high school game. You have bet on a high school game that my son was playing in. And I won that bet. Yeah, great. Mm hmm. Do you want to dip a little bit into the NBA to wrap it up? Because I know you got to go. I don't know anything about the NBA, so you go right ahead. Well, let's just do a quick little roundtable. The Nuggets are in first place in the Northwest with a 35. They're from Denver, right? They, yes. They have a 35 okay. and 16 record with our Timberwolves. Are Right behind them at twenty seven and twenty six, they're only wait what? Seriously? Yeah, the don't we usually suck? No, we were in the playoffs last year. You don't uh, remember? Okay. okay, not really. Well, it was kind no. of forgettable. They lost to Memphis in the first round, but the Timberwolves okay. Okay. are twenty seven and twenty six. Okay. Here's another big shocker: the Lakers are in last place in the Pacific. Whatever hmm. division, Pacific division, with a twenty-four yeah. and twenty-eight record, while your Sacramento Kings are in first at with twenty-eight and twenty-one. Nobody's heard anything from the Sacramento Kings in like twenty years, and all of a sudden, here they are. Okay, that's super exciting. Mm-hmm. I can barely control myself. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies rounded out their first place in the Southwest Division, 32 and 18. Taking a look at the East, Tammy, your favorite team, the Boston Celtics. You've always been a big Celtics gal. 36 and 15. Maybe in the 80s. Yeah. You like Larry Bird and McHale and Ainge. And... Can you name uh, another Celtic besides those three? I. Uh... Was Bugsy on that team? No, he was somewhere else. Muggsy Bogues? No. Oh, hell no. I'm sorry. No. Wasn't there like some Malone person or something? Carl Malone played for the Utah Jazz. Are you shitting me? I want to walk across the street. Oh, no. I don't know anything about basketball. (laughs) Professional basketball. Okay. The Bucks. I don't like those showboater people. Okay. They drive me insane. The Milwaukee Bucks are in first place in the Central. With a thirty-four and seventeen record, can you name one person on the Milwaukee Bucks? Um, no. I would have never guessed that. Not even the greatest. No idea. The best player in the league right now plays for the Bucks. You don't know his name. Um. Now listen carefully. It's Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis. Ante to Kumpo. Oh, oh. oh no. I, I guess we lost Tammy Victoria. <laughs> I hope she's okay. She's not on the line anymore. So I'm going to go ahead and end the show here. Thank you for listening. Sorry about the long break. But hey, I had to serve my country. I had. To serve the United States of America. 
and go to Area 51, and hopefully someday I'll be able to talk to you about that. But I can't right now. Hey, make sure you like us on Apple Podcasts. Like us and share us and tell your little friends, maybe even write a little review. It really does help the show. And I know you've heard this a million times from a million other podcasts. I know that there's 2.5 million podcasts out there. And the fact that you took the time to listen to mine, I sincerely appreciate it. We're on Spotify, too. Hey, hey, if you want to reach out to us, we're on all the social media platforms. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. My drug of choice, I guess, would be Facebook. So I'll, I'll see it sooner. I mean, that's where all the people my age are. You know, I'm not really hanging out on the TikTok. Now, to be completely honest about TikTok, Wisecracking with Winter does have a page or a channel or whatever they're called, a landing spot on TikTok, and I do occasionally post things on there. But I'm not sure how safe TikTok is. It's superficial, and it's built for short attention spans. I've seen teenagers go down the rabbit hole on TikTok and be in there for hours where they don't even look up. And they're just flipping video to video to video to video to video. I'm not sure if any of these Generation Z kids are going to be able to watch a full-length movie by the time they hit 2021. Because the attention span is so small. But hey, TikTok is the most popular platform right now. And we do put stuff on there. And we do try to keep it short. Because God knows, nobody has the attention span to listen or watch anything that's longer than four minutes if you're under the age of 18. I know how hard it is. So I'm going to try to keep it real short. But again, thank you for listening. And we'll do a big Super Bowl show next week with producer slash political Paul. And maybe go try to find just 10 to get him to weigh in on the big game. Thank you for listening. I sure do appreciate it.